Okay, welcome back. And we're going to begin with the shir we left off with because it was the beginning of this extremely which will help us understand the gedder not only of Lifneiver and one of the big coolers if it works and when it works but also help us understand the sugya we began over Ben Zmanim and we still continue this past Shabbos and this time you heard it and uh, we're not finished yet and we'll finish a lot of it over here and how it dovetails with Tachacha it's a very closely related sugya and I will show you in many different ways why it is but let's start with what we left off with and that's the Maral Diskin Maral Diskin, everybody quotes this Maral Diskin he says the aside, which is, this sugya is, is unusual in the fact that there are a dozen or two gemaras all over Shas, which is what makes it so exciting. And many of the basic shaylas and chakiras are not in the achronim, the achronim, achronim. Mechaschin has a lot. Maral Diskin was, Maral Diskin was the Rav Brisk in Shalayim, 100 years ago. And he has this seemingly amazing chiddish, which many Achronim quote L'Halacha and fiercely debate how to apply it, and we're going to have a lot of it over here, which is why we're spending the first few months just laying down what the shailas and, and possibilities are. And to refresh your memory, we're not going to see the Ma'amalgam inside again, but to refresh your memory, the Ma'odiskin said the following call it a kula, call it a chumrah, depending if you're, you're not stopping the guy then, and you're aiding and abetting, so you can judge it in two different directions, but we'll call it a kula in the chiyuv muluf neiver. He said, what if a guy comes with a gun or is imposing figure or some other threat of mammon or bodily harm, whatever the case may be, and uh, he's a nazir and he says, you give me that kais yayin or else. So is there an iser to give it to him? Let's say he threatens, I'm going to take $1,000 from your wallet. So without this Maral Diskin that we introduced right before Yadiv, you would say, well, so let's say like any other, let's say you've got to give away all your money. Not your Harvayavar, you have to get killed, but you've got to give away your money or some money. And the Maral Diskin says that it's not true. There's Lushan here, which you don't have in front of you. We saw this Inside his main point, he has rayas. Nearly the lavlif neiver em Allah insa b'moment shari, and he doesn't. It's not a long tshuva. He says ksas dugma lazer a rem is before he gets to his rayas is the ramal which we will see tonight in Mitzvah Shem in Yeridea that says that a person is not mechiv to spend money to give to chacha. I said the two sugyas are. Close to related, he says, Ksaz Dugma. His other rise he holds are more beferish. This one is fascinating. It's hard to know what, what is he getting at? What is he beferish? He's Ksaz Dugma. There's a Ramah that says you have to spend money for giving. You have to give Musur, and you have to give Musur, Messir's Nefesh, and even a Hadakah, or a Klola, or a Nazifa. That's a lot of Messir's Nefesh. But you don't have to spend money, which is extremely Nagaya. If you spend money to stop somebody from doing an Avera, money talks. God's about doing Avera. He says, Don't do that Avera. He says, ah, I'm not so from. How about $100? Sold. That's a good way to spend money. So you'll say, we do that already. It's called Kiruv. Okay. 
Kirov is a tremendous mitzvah, tremendous chus. Is it a chiv? Don't misquote this, but you can't do it because the video is on. But it's basic. After the chamecha, helping other yidin, it's all true. And nothing we're going to say should take away from that. But can you go up to somebody and say, there's a fellow out there, Be'alacha, which we saw over on Hashanah Rabbah, which was recorded at Hanan Shabbos, is that if he's not B'chal Misecha, there might not be a chiv of Tochachan Arvis. So what's the union? The union is if you can bring somebody and make him from, even if you take 100 people, make two people from, it's a tremendous union. So no one's debating the overall picture. The question is, chiyuvim, the minig isn't, my favorite example, which I made up, but it's quite common. You're in ShopRite. That's still around, right? Monthly Baruch Hashem, we don't really uh, have occasion to go into a lot of these places, but you're... You're not living in a place where there are four major from uh, shopping malls. And you go into a shop right, a Pathmark, whatever it is. A guy behind you is buying a Purdue chicken. And his name is Hyman Goldberg on the credit card. You see it. And he's uh, 96 years old. So he's probably Hyman Goldberg from a Jewish mother. Not just, you know, he's Jewish. He has a thick Brooklyn accent. And um, so we usually just ignore it and go on. Okay, the Baruch says if he's not with the program, unfortunately. So the... No chiyav You don't even have to start. You don't have to wait till he's about to hit you. But Avladover, who for twenty dollars, he's probably buying because it's cheaper. And then he tells you, "Nah, it's, the other one's too salty." He says, "The empire is salt-free." Do you have to spend money? You don't have to. The answer is no. And it's the Ramah he's quoting, which we're going to see inside. So says, "Why?" And why is it a ksas raya to what he's saying? One is the chiyav arvus. Hyman Goldberg, who's not from. Uh, the Belacha takes care of he's not Bechlal, Arvis, and it's just an Indian if you can persuade him anyway, it'd be a tremendous chesed, a tremendous chus, but let's say a guy is from, and he's just in this mitzvah, he's not doing very well, this Avera, but you can bribe him and give him money, so why don't you have to spend money on it? Or spend money to hire somebody to teach him why, uh, again, mitzvah is chus, but why isn't it a chiv? The answer is a big yesoid in Belacha's is that in general, you don't really have to spend money in Mrs. Bedam Lechavera. Now, this one doesn't, doesn't spell this out, but the, the later Peskim say, you don't have to spend money, you have to do the chesed, you have to help that. You don't have to spend money. A guy wants to be taken somewhere, he wants to walk across the street, it's a mitzvah, um, and nobody else to do it. You actually have to close your gemara. If there's nobody else around, help across the street and come back and learn. Do you have to spend money doing it? They can't, you're at work, you know. So we know from Hashavah Savedah, the classic case of Ben Chavero is Shachal Kaidim, and if it costs you more per hour, you're not Machuyiv. So the Ramah seems to be assuming, based on a true tradition, that you don't have to spend money every time you see somebody not doing a mitzvah about doing a Vera, based on a Zachiyah, Mach Invention, and Ashiyah Meretzani, based in a general jurisdiction, which couldn't cause the whole. Thing to be shvach uh, with people seeing it, it's a and it causes other people to be, but that's on a community level. You don't have a chiv to spend money. Is it a nice chus to do? Good idea sometimes? You think it makes it right? Yeah, but still not a chiv. What the Maodiskin is bavarding over here is that the Maodiskin starts off with a chiddish that there's no living either if he's forcing you and wondering why not. 
he's forcing you, and so it's a lav deresis. I didn't answer that yet, but there's another kasha, and that is, even if there's no islif neivah, there's a chiv of arvis of tochocha. So how can I give him the thing I want? I have to scream at the guy. I have to, I'd have to spend money and spend my own money and let him take it and not give him the cup of wine. Why isn't it at least the chiv arvis? At least the chiv The answer, that's what he's alluding to, the Ramah says, you don't have to spend money on that part. So then we're back to why isn't it is the Dereza of Lifnever. So just to mention a couple of the svaras, which we'll get back to, why isn't it Lifnever? So it's not it's not tochacha because you don't have to spend money on that. Lifnever is a lot of Dereza. Why don't you have to spend money? So the answer is if he's forcing me, basically he's being marshal himself. Ah, he needs me. What? Marshal you to be marshal him. Yeah, yeah. That's true also, but that's a chiddush. It means b'ashmi. So I have to give up my money. Why is this? Why is it different than shotness? So Mao Diskin is assuming he has rayas, but uh, all the rayas are, are discussed. He says l'vni'ivah is to give him a mishul. I'm not giving him a mishul. He's forcing me. So I'm just an extension of his hand. It's not my problem. That can get a lot of mileage in this sugya. And then the, they later debate, would he say if uh, Ruvain is pressuring you, forcing you, or else you're going to lose your job, to marshal a third guy, which happens in the office all the time. The boss tells the secretary, set up lunch, which is uh, Nevelis and Trefus, because they have a business meeting, and it's in New York, and there are Jewish people coming. So she's doing, she's setting up the lunch, putting out the food, but the boss says, you better do this or else. So she could try saying, it's not part of my job description. The boss might say, okay, well, I'm now redoing your job description. The new job description is whatever I say you do, you do. And if you don't like it, uh, so you have to give up your job. You have to give up your upward mobility. These are very common shilas. So Maudiskin said, well, if you force the guy, it's not live neither, but Ruvain's forcing her to be marshal other people. So you can say, well, the other guy's getting nichshol. He didn't force this issue. It's not his fault. What right do you have to marshal him? Or do we say, no, it's Ruven's problem. How far do you go with this, uh, with the Maral Diskin? Before you come on to the other coolers, that if they're not from, you have the Shach, the Dagma that uh, they can get their own lunch, which many people assume it's not always so posh that they'd be eating lunch. So those are the two things we're going to try to examine. Let's begin with Ramad that he's bringing down. If you recall, his main raya about the Lifneiver, by the way, was from the Hegman who was coming to town. Now, we saw that Gemara already, and the Gemara said, why don't we change the day so he won't come and be doing this horrible thing? Why should we change the date? We have a Takana. The answer is Lifneiver for the Hegman. Ah, the Hegman's a Russian Musha. What do we care? And so if we can easily change the date and not have him be able to say, why are we Mechiv to? The answer is he's forcing the Kala, and that's... His problem is not lift neither on our part. That was one of his rayas. And the second one we saw was the fact that uh, do you have to, when you put down eight sim on the side of the road with a simon, do you have to be mafkarit to save people who might steal it, which is not geared to anything in your company. Do you have to put up video cameras and you have to put up all these things to make sure people don't steal. Or you say, no, I, this takes me too much time and too much of a distraction, and I'll take the 5% uh, loss on whatever people walk away with, and I don't care. Is that live neither? That's a pretty serious shadow in an office setting. So many pets can say, I don't have to spend money to save the guy who wants to be a Ganov. And the fact that uh, 
that Gemara blows up Shimon's Mafkir, it was a Chumrah, which, which is what we saw. It sounds like from uh, Tesis it was a Chumrah. So that's what we saw last time. Take a look at page one. I'm going to show you the Ramah and the Machlek is what exactly the Ramah means. This is Legabe Macha and Tochacha, but the Maral Diskin does bring it as a, as a Raya of sorts. Mind you, this is only an assay of Achea Tachia, so it wouldn't be a Raya because let's just say you have to give all your money, but you have to give up a 50 year assets for Mrs. Assay. And Ramah says you don't have to spend anything. So that's why it's a Raya. There's something going on over here that you don't have to spend money on this because it's about a Machaver Dikadin, and that's why you can hand the guy the wine. Ah, you don't have to give up your money. Well, that's the other, that's the bigger Chiddush of the Marwal Diskin. So let's see the Raman side. Page one, eh, four lines down, Afapi. Very frightening. That's the Gemara. That was the Bialoch's uh, discussion on how severe it is in terms of not giving Tachacha. That should sound familiar, by the way. Because remember, we had a Shailun Lifneiver. Are you getting a Chelik of the Avera? And the whole thing with giving the heaters to the Avera. It says, even by lack of Tachacha, not aiding and abetting, just not giving tachacha. It says, if you could, and you didn't, nitfaz ba'ezavim. I would say a kavachemer, when you're aiding and abetting. I don't know how even to get out of that raya. That sounds like a raya, that you're getting a chilek of it. And we said it's a machlekes. So think about that. So he's, it's a kamar. He says, even though it's very serious, despite the seriousness of it, Bottom line, which again is very unusual. We have mitzvahs and serious mitzvahs and we have to spend money on it. He says, despite the fact it's very serious, you don't have to spend money on it. You can, it's a schuz, a mitzvah, but you don't have to. This is at a time that I was writing where everybody's basically from, except for some that weren't and were troublemakers, and the troublemakers had the ability to make a lot of trouble. Because we're worried if we are mechet too much, it's going to cost us money. Not that we have to spend money to stop him from buying a Purdue chicken. They're going to going after our money. Now, this lashon over here, They're going to hurt us bodily. Our money. Does this mean that the heter is, they're going to do both? The they're going to do either? Or does it mean Gufenu and Me'odenu is in the times of the Gemara, the times of Amal also, when they went after money, and once they smacked money, they make sure to get rid of the guy also, which is why Amal says Chayim Misa. So it's hard to know. It means Me'odenu, they're going to get angry and take $1,000 for us, or they're going to start taking money, it's going to get dangerous. I think it means Gufenu, a direct risk, and Me'odenu, which is an indirect risk, but can lead to that. I think he's saying it can be dangerous straight away, and it could get dangerous. Otherwise, if it's Modenu, so just say Modenu does not cost you money in Koshkane, you have to get beaten up. However, that's worse. So, either way, you have a problem. Why say both? And it's not just me who's noticing this. The Shaila had to read the Ramah. You're going to see what the Akhrainim are not sure. It sounds like it's both, or either Um Odenu is or and. 
It makes a big enough kamida. A moisture is high misa, even if it's a moisture on money, even a small amount, because it starts with this, then it increases, and then they whet their appetite, and then they manage to find a way to get rid of the guy, or put him in jail, or send him away so they can get his money. So the Ramah says, the minig is, we don't start up with these troublemakers, but you'll say that's not, according to the Pshad, I was just suggesting it doesn't fit into the first part, because if it's dangerous, of course you don't have to. I must start off saying you don't spend any money on it, but they weren't, he wasn't talking about spending money. You couldn't bribe somebody, here's $100, buy an empire. It means even if it's only going to cost you money, that's a riot that they're separate. Because I must start off saying it doesn't have to cost you money. That's the first line, right? You, you, even though it's very severe, so then why finish off talking about Gufenu? So either way, we have a, we have a problem. So take a look at page two. And you'll see that in Kufna and Zion, which is Hochaz Yerovayavra in Yeridea, Zamo also brings this down, three lines down. Malcolm Sha'amaru called Mishiyesh Biyadalimchaz Vein Amecha, who nitzvahs by Zavon, even though it's very severe, and a person who could give Tachacha, could give Musar, could be Mecha. We're not talking about aiding and a bed, we're not talking about living either. We're talking about just not doing anything. His nitzvahs by Zavon, Mikam Malcolm Adavishesh Shash Sakana. It's the same Ramah, different semen. Shash Sakana ain't so light, see, Mimenoi Alze. Yes, uh, if it's a 99.5% chance, a different story. But you'll catch up, that shear is recorded. Uh, but it has to be Kemat uh, that you're positive he's not. So what does it mean over here? Here he spells out. So if you just saw this Ramah alone, You'd probably vote that if there's no shash sakana, it's just money. So, but, but he says both. So, what does that mean? It's the same problem. It's the same problem as the last Ramah. We, we, we keep mixing money. So, again, the context in Europe until very recently was once they smelled money, it could get dangerous. So, that's why he's lumping it together. But take a look at page three where there seems to be a debated issue in the Pesach Tshuva. Right here in the Sifkot and Hay. Ha'itzi ma'maynai ayin b'sefer tevez gaimas, the Prima Godam. Kos of de'eshelestapeg. He's misupik about this very point. Ibn chashar sakana, if you could verify, you're pretty sure there's not going to lead to sakana. Efshar demokhi levazvez kolmamaynai. Now, he doesn't even say one-fifth. He's talking about an assay of giving to Chacha. And here he spells it out. This is a pella. This is so important. He's not even talking about Livneva over here, but it's a Kavachem in Livneva. Havikilu, who Isaha, because you can stop him and you don't. It's like you get the Avera. That's called Jesh. Anybody has power or the ability to stop it? And therefore, even though it sounds like a regular mitzvah should only be at most of 50 year assets, he says it's greater than that, it's more problematic, but it's like you're doing it, it's like you're doing the list to say that he's doing, if you could have stopped him. You could have spent all your money, and therefore you have to stop him. Is that a pillar? So talking about a fifth of your assets for an assay, all your assets for a list say, instead of you doing it, now we're talking about all your assets instead of him doing it. If you could have stopped him, and he's talking about where it's not dangerous, maybe you'd have to spend that much money. Certainly, sounds like it would hold you have to spend some money. 
He leaves out the words of this Ramah. That's the debate over here. We have two Ramah, two very important Makaris on Tachacha. I'm not even talking about Livnever. And the Ramah uses both phrases, Mammon and Goof and Sakana. And the Prima Gaza is not sure which way it goes. So, whatever that suffix is, Kavachimer, when you're talking about Livnever, and yet. The moral disc, and we started with, and when the middle of says, if it's going to cost you money, you can hand them the wine. Well, you can hand them the wine. That's presupposing that, forget living either, there's no chiv tochacha, you're handing it to them. The answer is, if the guy's forcing you, maybe you could say, I'll put them tochacha. It's clear, like Mendy was saying, he's not going to listen already. He has a gun. He says, I'm going to take your wallet if you don't hand me the thing. See, he's not going to listen. So maybe you're put over there, but let's say you impress him and say, you know, I'm willing to give up $1,000 for this. The Prima Godin is Masupik, even though the Ramah starts off, you don't have to spend money on this. So you see, the Acharyanim are divided whether or not, uh, and they're very serious about understanding literally this idea of a person getting part of the Avera, even by lack of Musar and Tarchacha. Again, Kulsha came, the Lifneiver. I just wonder how the other Acharyanim we had, uh, we had a big machlek as whether that was true by Lifneiver. It sounds like everybody agrees it's true to some degree over here. So that is quite fascinating. Lamaitz Lamaril Diskin is assuming that shot in this Ramah is you don't have to spend money, it doesn't have to cost you money, period. Nothing to do with Sakana. And even actively aiding and abetting Lifneiver, if he's forcing you, you can hand over the wine. And this has many, many practical applications in the office and other places. You have to know what forcing is forcing. It doesn't mean because you're a little uncomfortable about your religious principles. It has to mean it's going to either cost you money or cost you a lot of collateral damage or a fair amount of um, discomfort and, and the like. Yeah? So on Shabbos, the Rav spoke about the story that took place in Brisk. Yeah. When uh, somebody... Uh, yes, the Chiddush of that story is this guy, the Birloch already said, if he's not Bechlal and Misecha, there's no Chiv Tochach in the first place. So Rav Chaim said, I'm not talking about giving Musser. He's going to be executed. Even though Dina Mechazadina, clearly he shot a hole in the face of the Tsar. And that's a punishable offense. And he was a mechutzuf and a chetia machte. So Abchaim's chiddish was twofold. He said, number one, we don't have a based in, and you need a tzedin and a you need a standard the paskin. He's still innocent until proven guilty, basically. And then they asked him, no, but he's such a troublemaker, to which he said, brisk, unfortunately, has a lot of Bundists and secular Zionists and communists. One more, one less is not going to change the time, which is fascinating, to say the least. And again, I, I'd love to report that the end of the story was he was so impressed and enthralled that the rubber of the town saved him and believed in his kaya chachuva, he became the gadol adar, but there was no such report at the end of the story. I don't know what happened to him. But, uh, the mitzvah, for instance, somebody who's uh, taken captive, right. we, we have to raise money to take them out. That's, first of all, the, the jury would be out if the guy has a dinner, maridim v'lo malin, but this is far worse. A guy taken captive, the pirates took over a ship. It's not his fault. He got himself into trouble. Right. <laughs> Sitting there, he did the most ridiculous thing he could possibly do with the Russian army. Right. He um, showed 
severe disrespect by unloading his rifle in the picture of the czar. So we have to start sending community money, which was not in great supply in the first place, so, and our monos will be going hungry this Shabbos, and uh, that was the Kiddush over there. But that's why at the end of the day, they asked, because nothing more with asking, trying to understand. They asked, they asked, they didn't understand, they scratching their head, and Rabbi Chaim said, this is the way we're doing it, and that's what they did. And they saved his life, and uh, I assume um, at least his grandchildren are in Panovich by now. Yeah, a lot of interesting, look at Hamon had great-grandchildren in Panovich, so uh, culture came uh, him. But it's a fascinating, uh, fascinating Misa. So this Ramah is, um, we don't really have, the Pimagodim is Mesupik based on the reading of this Ramah. Mala Diskin starts off with the assumption, the Ramah says you don't have to spend money, you don't have to spend money. And the Mechish of the Maladiskin is he's presupposing, he says that the Raya, you don't have to give to Chacha because you're going to get hurt. The Chiddush, really over here, as far as so good, directly with Neiver, you're allowed to actually do a mice of handing him the Dvar Iser if he's forcing you. The question is how much is force and how much is pressure in your mind as nobody, as we introduce the Sugi of Tochacha, nobody likes giving Musr, nobody likes um, socially, somebody asks you to pass the wine, you want to start uh, telling him, well, yeah, aren't you a Nazir, or it's not so kosher, and it's not, nobody likes doing that, but the fact that the mitzvah is not too easy is not necessarily the excuse. The question is, when is it your responsibility? So I'm going to just throw in one more, and then I'll take the question. Uh, there's um, we'll probably have copies on this next week, maybe. The Chaznish has, based on the Mishnah Melech, scenarios where somebody comes into your house and one interesting case. A guy comes in, one of the workers of your lawn service. He comes in, and he's really trying to help, and he's so happy. He's going to plant one of these trees which has seven different types of fruits growing in the thing, and he's going to start playing. A guy has an sequence of Ramam of a Karvas Elon, but certainly, and that's the debate over there, if you say nothing, and he's doing this is according to the Ramam, you can't water it and be makayim, and afterwards you can eat the fruit once it's, once it's grown. But you're sitting there and smiling, and he uh, thinks he's doing you a big favor, and it might be an the rice uh, going to the Ramam for this guy, and he's on your property. So you say, well, that's not Lifneva. I didn't ask him to do this. The answer is, he's on your property, and he's looking, he's doing this because he wants to please you, and you're standing there smiling, saying nothing. That's not lack of tachachad. That, according to the main was lifting either, because the assumption is you have full jurisdiction, you have full control, and you're basically giving him the okay. The Chaznish says, and we saw this Chaznish before, it's not only about handing somebody wine, it's about encouraging somebody to do an Avera, even if you didn't hand anything physically to him, and that would be an example, as opposed to where it's not your jurisdiction. So one of the examples the place can bring is uh, somebody is, you invite somebody for Shabbos, you're trying to do Kiev, or he's a relative, whatever he's doing there, and Nebuchadnezzar, he's talking on his phone. It's Shabbos, he's Jewish. So again, nobody likes to, um, somebody came up with this morning, asking me, Shailas, about the first two shirim we had from Shabbos and Antal Chacha. I uh, said he was fascinated that it's like Beferish. I said, yeah, it's very Beferish, starting from the Chumash. <laughs> Without a just people are very uncomfortable. He said, "Yeah, I told to somebody." He said, "No, in America we mind our own business." I said, "Yeah, but that's not if you're Jewish, <laughs> unless you have a hetter. But you got to know the sugya. So most people know nothing about the sugya. Just assume I'd rather mind my own business." So guys talking on the phone. So I'm not talking about the kirv component of when to be silent because you want to do chomp kirv, and if you stop at the phone, he's not going to come again. I'm not put all that aside. Let's say you're not 
here to do Kirv, although you always should have it in mind. He's a nephew, a cousin, whatever the case may be, and he's here on his way somewhere else, and he's here for Shabbos. So he's in your house. Let's say you're a mature adult, and he's uh, 15 years old, and he's, he's your nephew. Should you tell him, do me a favor, uh, David, can you maybe just while you're here for a few hours, can you stay off the phone? It's not uh, Shabbos here and not very Shabbos dick. So if it's pretty pushed, even though he might roll his eyes, but he'll shut the phone because that's a normal thing to do. If you could have easily, fairly easily done that and you didn't, that's not a shayla of not giving to Chacha, which is a problem. That's a shayla of Neiver. Because he's in your jurisdiction, like the guy planting something in your yard, he's looking at you, you're giving a haskama to what's going on. Now, if it's a Kirv move and you, realize, you make a kind of decision, I'm not going to say something because I want him to come back and we're going to be my care of him through the chont and through the warmth, that, that's a different story. But the Chaznish raises in a number of areas the concept that Lifnever is not only when you're actually giving an object or putting something in the matzav, is when he's going through the steps looking sort of over his shoulder and you're facilitating because you can easily stop it. That might be a Lifnever issue. Yeah. So, regarding the Kalachonor from Tachocha to Lifnever, we see that Tachocha only applies to Amisecha. Right. As Lifnever clearly applies beyond the Mesecha, because it applies to Goyim as well. Right. So we can't easily make that Kavachomer that you are going to be Nidfas in the Avera. It's worse, though. You're, just putting, you're bringing a riot out of Kasha. It's even, you're saying it's so much more Chomer that it even applies to people who it doesn't apply to. I think it's an excellent point, but it's a riot. Uh, you're strengthening the Kavachomer. What I'm saying is, Tachacha, at the end of the day, is a Mitzvah Sase. Prima Godim just told us in this Peshachachuvah, in Tevez Gaima, that it's not just a mitzvah tochacha; it's arvus, and you maybe have to give up all your money. That's all right. That's just in the sugi tochacha. Lifneiver is a lot of the beferish. You have to come on to any lumdus, and you're pointing out correctly so that the lav is even more encompassing because it applies to goyim, and it applies to people. If it's travel and you can't do without me. It applies even to a mummer. The whole terror with the coolers and the mummer, the guy who's not from, is only when he could do it himself. And it's misayaya. That maybe you have room to make on machlekes. We saw the talking about vav and the magad avram, but it's exponentially worse. So you're you're pointing out another raya why it's worse. But but I'm sort of more removed from that person. I understand I'm more nitfas by somebody who I can do something about. But here you're doing a ma'isa. You're handing him. Remember, he can't get this wine himself. He needs you to get it on a motorboat and bring it to him. So I'm doing it now, and the model discon says, well, if he has a gun or he looks very scary and you really don't want to do this, so then it's okay. That's fine, I'm okay with that, but the nitfas is not what the it's not even though the Ramah started off, even though it's very serious and your nitfas pesavera, you don't have to spend money on it. The Maodiskin is therefore saying, well, therefore you don't have to spend money over here. I'm saying it could be there are certain humors built in. You're saying this is the cooler, it's on the outside face, you don't have to spend money, and this, that doesn't happen on Lift Neighbor. Okay, maybe. Or, or the need for that, but it's because of Arvus. Right, this okay. This person I have Arvus for. Maybe. This person I have no Arvus Okay, for. very good. That would answer the other Achrenim why. There's a debate by Lifneiver whether you get a chelik of or not. So that would that might answer. That might be a good terrorist why it's not. But it certainly starts off sounding like a good raya that you're causing somebody to have damage. Then that's a level of culpability. 
and the Maral Diskin. And that's why in his piece he just says Remez Ladova this Ramah. He doesn't bring this as his main uh, and because there could be some chilek, and there better be, because half the Echonim say you're not nitvas. The fact that Maral Diskin, though, says that if he's forcing you, you could do it, the jury's a bit out on what the lumdus is. Is it because I'm just a shliach of him, it's not my fault? Or the other svar, and I want to mention this now, is this also gets a lot of mileage, is that I don't really have any shaykhs to the guy. The guy comes over, I'm interested in giving him a cup of wine, and he's forcing me to do it. So I don't have shaykhs for the guy. So you don't have shaykhs, I'm doing something in my own dalaramas, I don't have shaykhs to him. Now that svar is certainly true, and we're going to use it a lot. But it's a little harder to understand it when the guy asks you, I have no shaykhs to him. He said, pass me the wine, I'm passing the wine. I have no shaykhs. I maybe don't want to do it, but you can't say you have no shaykhs. Ramesha talks about Nebuchadnezzar in America and in day schools across America. The good news is they're day schools. The other news is once in a while you have kids in there who are not yet Jewish, more than once in a while. And Baruch Hashem, you know, the father, the mother's not Jewish, the father is Jewish enough, he wants the kid to have yeshiva education. That's already, there's hope. That's, that's the good news. My says he can't teach Torah to Goyim. Ramesha has a tshuva. He was asked by a rebbe out of town somewhere in high school. Hamas says teach the class. He's in sixth grade. He's And I say that because maybe if he's teaching a Barashas Barah, Goyim can learn that. And they're learning Eilimetzias, which decidedly does not apply to an Akum. And usually the most interested kid in the class is the Akum, because he doesn't have a Yetzirah. That's an old uh, bad, it's not a joke though. The, the care professionals say, if you ever give a seminar and you get 200 kids in the room and the, uh, the teenagers were asking the most excited, most questions, you know that uh, they're not hidden because there's no built-in Yitzhahara. So they ask Ramesha, what do we do? How do you teach this class? So obviously you try to get them out and you try to explain to them we only accept people of the Jewish faith and not get sued about it. Okay. And what if you can't get him out? His father's a chairman of the board and he's uh, gives money. He's a very good hearted. Uh, this might be Makar of the father. He wants his kid to have a, that's wonderful, but you can't get the kid out of the school. So now what? So Ramesha says, focus on the 18 kids that are hidden and ignore him. That's a sick ratio. Often he's listening and often he's listening better. So it's Lifneiver. Forget, there's an issue on you to teach. Okay, you focus on them. It's Lifneiver. He's listening. He, the guy, remember we had that Gemara recently. The guy has an Issa to learn. And we have an Issa, Mishpatim Ba'idahum. But his Issa is Marasha Kilis Yaakov, Naim Marasa, Greva, Sirius Yisurim. So that's the Mamash Lifneiver. So he basically uses the Maral Diskin to say that I'm trying to teach a class. It's Gemara. I'm giving a shear. And there happens to be a guy listening. Maral Diskin would say, I have no sheikhs with this guy. I'm not trying to, I sitting here. What? Else, that he's got some Zerah Yehudi. I so I, I thought somebody asked that. So Zerah Yehudi, I don't know if I ever... Um, Zerah Yehudi, Zerah Yehudi is the right expression, and it's, uh, the, the expression is really about 70 years old. I, I, I never explained in the Hills Ganesha where I finally got to the bottom of where that comes from, but remind me one day. But it doesn't help. Yeah. I, 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 the, the Zerah Yehudi means you don't have to dissuade as much from being Megayar. But he's not Jewish. No, we're not looking for Garam. He's not going to be. But let's say a case the father's not from. No, no. He's absolutely full because there's no such thing as being 10% Jewish. There's no, there's no aspect. A Zeri Hudi does not play one out of a role. The kid is absolutely 100% not a Jew. Zeri Hudi is only so you're when. Teaching whatever Zeri Hudi is inside. No, no, there is no thing. I'm saying. You. you uh, a, a half a moo bears doesn't exist. Let's put it that way. There's no thing. So He's going to go home and tell his father. 
Yeah, okay, so putting the curative aspect aside, let's assume... I know of cases, the whole thing is bizarre, because the father obviously is involved enough, out of all the Jews in America, he wants to send his kid to an Orthodox day school. Go figure. So I've dealt with many of these cases, and you think it's like a stepping stone to Makar the father, and we don't give up, and we don't give up. But often it's just the uh, good Jewish guilt, which is better than no Jewish guilt. And he wants to do something, but he's not interested in the kid bringing it home and the kid raises anything. He says, if you mention one more word which Amara said, I'm going to pull you out of school. And it's just not going anywhere. And the Rebbe knows that. And the kid, is, uh, the kid might be interested. The father's not. Let's, just, let's assume it's not a cure. But those things is 5% Jewish. It, that's just a din that we don't dissuade as much. Anyway, we're out of time. I'm, what? That's for sure. And the problem is, kids who are interested in the class take over the class. They have all the questions. The Rebbe's talking to him. Somebody just says, no, just give the class and tell him. You'll speak to him afterwards and hope he goes to recess. Okay. So <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. How do you teach a convert to be there? No, so that's a good kasher. Believe it or not, as late as Rabbi Kivager, he wanted to know, how do you teach a would-be gear? Why the Shiloh in the cup in time of Rabbi Kivager? Because they never had gerim before, because it was a kanasnafoshis. So then... <laughs> And now it's standard. Rav Shalmazama says it's Lifnever otherwise because you're going to take him to the mikvah and he doesn't know how to do anything and Shabbos is going to come. So we do it and we do it for a long time. We do it thoroughly and that's the way to do it. But that's when we vetted already that he's on the path. And there, the Zeruyudi, instead of dissuading five times, we might go a little bit easier on him. Uh, I have to explain why that's far is, but that's not for now. So, Ramesh is saying Arama, concentrate the rest yeah, of the okay. class. Point is, you're using this moral diskin. It's the same type of idea. It needs a lot more explanation, which Amit Hashem will continue tomorrow. So can't we see that 